0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Welcome to the Believer's Walk of Faith, empowering believers through teaching, preaching, and demonstration of the uncompromised Word of God to fulfill their highest calling and change this world through Jesus Christ, to glorify God in all we do, to train up and send out believers to cover the whole earth with the knowledge of the Lord welcome to the believers walk of faith
1: hello I'm Bill Winston and welcome to another program the program that you're watching is called the believers walk of faith where we walk by faith and not by sight again we have another exciting teaching praise God we're teaching on the force of faith you know after we get born again to be filled with the Spirit is just an absolute necessity But after that, learning how to walk by faith is the highest priority. We've got to learn how to use our faith. Now, people have heard about faith and say, oh, that Pastor Winston has faith. Well, let me tell you something. If you are born again, you have the same faith that I have. God has dealt to every one of his children the measure of faith. Not a measure, the measure. We have the same amount. The difference is I've been working mine. Praise God. In this teaching, we talk about with the heart man believes and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, that we have to not only believe something, but we have to act on it. Somebody say, well, I believe if I eat this food, I won't starve to death. Well, it goes on for 40 days, 50 days, keep saying that. But because he never ate the food, boom, fell over. <laughs> what happened? He believed, but it didn't act on what he believed. So we're going to play this teaching, we're going to air this teaching for you to not only know what faith is, but how to activate your faith, how to make it work for you, so that your faith can do things that you thought were impossible. Well, let's go into it. It's called The Force of Faith. We're reading verse 1 of Mark chapter 16. And when the Sabbath was past, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And the line, bought. Now the hymn that they're going to anoint is Jesus. As you know, this is after his passion, after he had gone to the cross. And now they're going to the grave site where he was to be buried and going to anoint him. But they had bought spices. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week they came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? Now that's a question. So they're asking a question of who is going to roll this stone from the door of the sepulcher, of the grave. It was thought that, or it was rumored, that someone was going to come and take this body. And when they took the body, they were going to put out the story that Jesus rose from the dead, but they really just stole the body. Got it? So the Roman government sealed the tomb and put soldiers by it. Nobody could take it. However, these women bought spices. Now, verse four, and when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away for it was very great. Here's a stone on the, to- on the door of the tomb that sealed it. Apparently they put some sealer around it because they weren't planning on going in there. They, they, they sealed it because it was going to be sealed forever. That was, that was it. And the Roman soldiers both have been guarding it. Now, here come some women. who bought spices and this was kind of the same oil that was used back in second Kings chapter 4 that this woman had in her house that that's all she had was a little oil, precious oil. It, it, It was worth somebody say about a year's wages. She bought it. They bought this oil cuz it came to anoint this body. Now they're asking a question as they go. Who is going to roll away the stone for us? Are you following what I'm saying? That this, this we're talking about the force of faith. How who's going to roll away? I mean how, how, who's going to do this? So notice in their minds, they had doubt, but the sun had arisen in their hearts. <laughs> Got it? So the way you get past the intellect is by revelation. Because the intellect, for the most part, has been subject to and trained by a system of the world. And intellectually, that there was in in, in the mind there was no way possible to get in there. But This is walking by faith, not by your intellectual 5 sensed rule mind. You're walking by something that's on a higher plane. And that's why you can come with an idea that came from revelation and somebody with information ask you, what are you talking about? But notice once that was in their hearts and they believed it and acted on it the stone was rolled away This powerful thing now because we've been trained a little bit differently we've been trained to sit down and wait on all the evidence before we buy this oil. Now, don't try to figure everything out with your mind because the mind drops down to information or details and the devils into details. You have been designed to walk on a higher level than a natural man. When I say man, I mean mankind. You follow what I'm saying? Now, what happened to these women? What happened here? They just received the Word and they believed the Word and when they did that and acted on the Word, the Word was made flesh. The Word did exactly what the Word says do. You see, you're not waiting on God. I can guarantee you as you sit there and whatever you have need of, whatever you are waiting on right now, guarantee you now waiting on God. God is waiting on you. Because you have to meet the criterion for God to work. You, you can't, you can't, he can't work without you believing. I'm not talking about believing with the head. I said believe it with your heart. Come over with me. Turn to Romans chapter 10 please. In Romans chapter 10 he says in verse 10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So in this case you believe it and speak it. In that case that we saw, they believed it and acted on it. Now, they got it from Jesus. They just received his word and it got down in their hearts. So what I'm telling you is that when you doubt, the Bible doesn't say, do not doubt in your head. It says, just don't doubt in your heart. see see uh, turn over to it turn over to mark chapter 11 please verse 22 and jesus answering and said to them have faith in god another way of saying that is have the what god kind of faith for verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say to this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things that he says shall come to pass keep going he shall have whatsoever he said. Now notice what he said, underline it, do not doubt in his heart. Do not doubt in his heart. So what am I telling you? I'm telling you that you can doubt in your head, that your head still be unconvinced of what you're trying to do, you can do or can work. But faith is a spirit faith is a spirit and you can't feel a spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Look at verse 13. We having the same what? Spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. I can tell you, When the spirit of faith is on somebody, because I can look at it on their face, you will find that people who don't have the spirit of faith. In other words, they've gone somewhere and listened to something or whatever, and the spirit opposite faith of the spirit of fear, which includes unbelief, doubt, all that, all that's on them, you'll see it on their face. Faith, the spirit of faith yields a happy countenance. You don't see worry on them. Now this whole system is designed to keep you and me in fear. Because that's one of the ways Satan controls humanity. By different levels of fear. But realize that fear is a spirit. It is a spirit. And, and you can't feel a spirit. The only time you know fear is there without the spirit of God giving you the unction for it. The only time you know is there is when you get frightened. Now that's a manifestation of the spirit that was already there. Well, if that's the case, let's look at faith faith is a substance, come on, of things hoped for, come on, the evidence of things, not felt. I just put felt in there because you're dealing with the five physical senses. You can't detect it. If you can detect faith and you know faith and you can detect it with your five physical senses, you don't have a hold of faith. You got a hold of something else because these senses cannot detect it. But God can give you a way of detecting faith, glory to God, through confidence. Now, why is faith so important to you? Because faith has no limits, there is nothing that faith cannot accomplish. Let, let's look at faith for a moment as a servant. Okay. Well, let's go on over there. Let's go over. Where are we now? Where are we right now? Second Corinthians. Corinthians. Okay. Spirit of faith. All right. Let's go over to Luke chapter 17, please. Luke chapter 17. Folks, we can have you walking so high in the, in the spiritual realm. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm just saying, don't be just putting your big toe in there and just woo. That's good. Get, get on in there. Wade around. Let it come up waist level. Come on now. Yes, sir. Look what it says first in verse 3 Take heed to yourselves if your brother trespass against thee, and re- you rebuke him. And if you repent, forgive it. And if you trespass against thee seven times in a day and seven times in a day, turn again and uh, turn again to thee saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive it. And the apostles said unto the Lord, you're going to have to give me some more faith for that. <laughs> now that, that I'm putting it in my own words. Okay. Increase our faith. Increase our faith. See, he, they're asking him to increase their faith because he, he can't do that. You increase your faith. See, faith grows. It grows like anything else grows because it's a servant. Look what it said in verse six. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say to the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, be thou planted into the sea, and it, what? Should obey you. Now it should obey you. Now the the original Greek says, it would obey you. You got it? All right. So, but which of you, verse seven, having a servant, plowing, underline servant, and feeding cattle would say unto him, by and by, when he's coming from the field, go and sit down to me." and would not rather say unto him. Make ready wherewith I may sup and gird thyself and serve me till I have eaten and drunken and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. That's the way you treat a servant. And I was saying when I was in California, when I was in the business world, and I was going to a big meeting in California. I went there and I had to leave a little early, so I got out, and and, and a limo came to pick me up. I got in the limo, the guy opened the door, took my bags and everything, very nice. And he driving to the airport, and I was looking a little behind time, so he was he was trying to make up time and making small talk and so forth, and that was fine. And you know, and and so we got there, and when we got there and pulled up uh, in the front of the airport, uh, you know, I didn't think I'm I'm looking my watch here. I'm I'm running a little bit late. And so I just went ahead and jumped right out. Well, I got down. By the time he got out and got around to my side there, he he said, sir, sir, I was going to get that door for you. I mean, this, this, as you say, broke his heart. What, why? Because there was something about him that, that, that made him feel like he was doing his part when he opened the door for his customers. You see, I took away his part. See, faith is a servant. Don't take away his part. Now, are you following what I'm saying? Faith is used to working. When he finishes one job and he comes in, don't let him get on the couch, lay around, watch TV, put faith back out, that he's been sent to you by God to work for you and bring you into every promise that God has for you. That's what faith does. And you have to treat faith like that, that he's a servant and he works for me. Now, the more work he does, the stronger he gets. So where it would take you a week to receive your harvest before, once you build them up a little bit more, it'll take two days. Build him up a little bit more and take two hours. Come on now. And Jesus could work faith anytime, any place. And when they didn't express faith, he said, where is your faith? Why? Because the devil had stolen their faith and given them fear. Are you following what I'm saying? Now let's look at another example. It's in that same chapter. It's where we're again, we're moving based on our hearts and not based on our heads. I'm saying that because the enemy is, is playing tricks on people. He, he, the Bible says we have to cast down what? imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So the battlefield is in the mind. So the enemy is going to try to talk you out of your faith because he knows the faith is the only thing that you need to defeat it. So he's going to try to convince you in your mind you're not ready yet. So you have to fight the what? Good fight of faith. Are oh, you following what I'm saying? And a lot of people are trying to feel it. You don't need to feel it. You, you follow what I'm saying? As you confess this thing, something just begins to start leading you. Even if God has to sin Uh, uh, a donkey to you and speak to you or somebody say, I had a dream about you last night that you just inherited, you just got, you just did so forth and so on. Your faith is beginning to express itself in the spirit realm and people are coming with confirmation that you are ready to receive whatever God has for you. praise the Lord. I trust that you've been empowered by that teaching. Now, that's called the force of faith. That faith is a force. Now, when I say that, I mean it will move things in your life. Remember over in Mark chapter 11 and verse 23, he said, Whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So what is it saying here? It's saying that we can speak to things in our lives. Now it calls it a mountain, but you can call it some kind of uh, impossible situation that's going on. And I tell people, I said, listen, you start working with something with your natural ability, with your hands or whatever, and it won't come loose. I mean, I've had screws that I'm trying to get a loose and, and, and work with this screwdriver, and that thing wouldn't budge. I stand back off the thing. I speak to it. Then I go do something else for a few minutes, come back in, and just take that thing right off. You say, well, I don't know about that. Try it. Praise God. You see, think about it. Words are what created a whole earth. <laughs> words. It's, it's, the words are the things that are the most powerful. The thing that happened is when Adam fell in the garden because of sin, he fell from that place of being able to use words to dominate this earth, and he had to use his own natural ability. He's trying to struggle for everything he can get. Well, God, because you've been born again, has brought you back up to that level of walking that Adam walked in before the fall. You can speak things. You can decree things. He said, Thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established. That's for us, the born-again folks so this teaching here with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation unto healing unto deliverance whatever it is you can confess things into manifestation isn't that a powerful teaching praise god well let me tell you you get that uh, teaching and i guarantee you it'll change your life forever now speaking of a changed life i'd like to talk to you now if you have not been born again in other words you maybe have been in church before or maybe you've done religious things or or maybe you know who Jesus is meaning that you've heard about him before. Well, I've heard about the president of the United States and the president of Russia, but I've never sat and had meeting, meetings with him and dined with him and so I don't know him personally. I'm talking about a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ because that and only that will change you. You see, I had sat in church as a little boy and done all the religious things and gone to BTU and Sunday school and all of that. But when I got much older, got busy and doing things and so forth, well, I discovered I wasn't even born again. And one night I cried out to God. I said, Lord, did you please help me? And he sent somebody by my place at work. She took me to a meeting way up on the north side of Chicago. And I tell you, the rest is history. I got born again. It looked like the weight of the world was lifted up off my shoulder well the same thing can happen to you right now you see there is no distance in the spirit that even though i'm here and you're there or we're in a different time there's no difference and no time in the spirit so when i'm speaking it and when you're hearing it is when god is ready to do it i want to pray with you right now i desire to pray the same prayer for you that they prayed for me years ago that get a miracle inside of my life and i would like to do that same thing with you right now now if you'd like to do that I'd like to pray with you, so here's what I want you to do. Wherever you are, I just want you to bow your head with me and just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I come to you now, just as I am. You know my life, you know how I've lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died for my sins. And on the third day, he was raised from the dead. Lord Jesus, I ask you, come into my heart. Live your life in me and through me from now on. From this day forward, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. But if you prayed that prayer and prayed it from your heart, something has taken place. I'm talking about a miracle from God. Now, I have two books here. It's called Born Again and spirit Fill. I have them both in English and in Spanish. I'd like to send one out to you free of charge. I'd like you to just call me or write me. We want to make it so that you're a champion for God. Praise God. You see, some things are going to happen. Now, old things that have been holding onto your life are going to let go. A new day has started in your life. Well, this is Bill Winston saying we love you, and we're going to see you next time. So until then, keep walking by faith. Are you facing
0: challenges in your life and you can't see how you'll overcome them? Are you experiencing sickness in your body, problems in your relationships, or troubles in your finances? This is the time that the force of faith is required on your behalf. The force of faith can do the impossible for you in any situation.
1: The enemy is not after us. What is he after? He's after our faith. Because he knows faith will defeat him every time.
0: Order The Force of Faith today, and you'll learn why faith always declares the outcome before the fight ever starts. Why fear contaminates your faith. Why faith dictates your destiny, not people, and much more. You
1: got to fight the what? Good fight of faith. Say, you got to stay in faith. If you made that confession, you got to stay there. Say amen to that. Because you can't go by how you feel or what's coming against you. You can't go by how it looks or what somebody said. You got to go by one thing the Word of God. If God said it, that's what you believe. To order your
0: copy of The Force of Faith. Simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303, by bank card at 1-800-711-9327, or online at www.billwinston.org. We as believers can use the force of faith to transform our lives and live the abundant life God has designed for us. Order this teaching, The Force of Faith, today and allow your faith to grow to higher heights. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.